0: الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمد ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وَنَشْهَدُ أَنَّ سَيِّدَنَا وَنَبِيَّنَا وَحَبِيبَنَا وَشَفِيَعَنَا وَمُطَاعَنَا مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أما بعد فقد قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لن تنالوا البر حتى تنفقوا مما تحبون صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم المسلم من سلم المسلمون من لسانه ويده والمهاجر من هجر ما نهى الله عنه أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Respected ulama kiram elders, beloved brothers in Islam Naturally Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has created an affinity An attachment A love For what we refer to in Arabic as one's watan Or one's home or the soil or the land where one is born human beings intrinsically, naturally this fitrat this quality is there in their natures that they become attached to their birthplace or their point of origin what greater example can possibly be enunciated of this than that of our beloved and our noble master sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The greatest of humanity. Yet how difficult it was. And what a great challenge it was. For the beloved of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When he is forced to leave his birthplace. When he is forced to leave Makkah, Mukarrama, The heart-rending manner in which Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa lovingly as he is leaving Makkah keeps turning around keeps looking at Makkah the pain in the heart the hurt of being separated from his birthplace Ya Makkatu, ma atyabaki min baladin wa ilayya lawla anna qawmi أَخْرَجُونِي مِنْكِ لَمَا سَكَنْتُ غيرك. That O Makkah مَا أَطِيَبَكِ مِنْ بَلَدْ وَأَحَبَّكِ إليّ. How beautiful, how sacred, how beloved a place you are to me. لَوْ لَا أَنَّ قَوْمِي أَخْرَجُونِي مِنْكِ لَمَا سَكَنْتُ غيرك. If my nation and my people had not banished me from you, Had not ostracized me, if circumstances had not compelled me to leave Makkah Mukarramah, Ma Sakantu Ghairaki, I would not have lived anywhere else on the earth. Bilal, radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, whooped at night, made to land on the burning sands of Makkah, hot, huge boulders placed on his chest, Physically dragged through the streets of Makkah. When he leaves Makkah, Bilal reminisces in Madinah Munawara over the loss of separation from Makkah Mukarramah, whereas his entire life in Makkah was fraught with persecution, with hardship, with difficulty. Brothers who go out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether it is 40 days, whether it is 4 months, How greatly this pain of separation is felt from one's watan, from one's home place. The desire to return back. This Allah Ta'ala naturally, intrinsically has placed in the hearts of human beings. The reason I am mentioning this my respected brothers. It is the month of Muharram. A new year Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, 1444. And when we look up at that calendar, we find there's an attachment, 1444 AH. We've shortened it, we got the abbreviated version of it. 1444 after hijrah. What is the significance of hijrat why does the Islamic calendar start from hijrat? And what is the meaning behind this? The question was put to Rasulullah ﷺ, اَيُّ imani أَفْضَلُ اَيُّ imani That Ya Rasulullah, what is the pinnacle? What is the height of iman? What is the greatest iman? And what was the answer that our beloved Master Wasallam gave to this? He said, Al-Hijra, it is Hijrat. Hijrat is the pinnacle of Iman. Literally if you look at this word Hijra, it comes from Hajra. Chordena, to give up. Give up what? Give up your margubat, give up your mahbubat, give up that which you love. That which you are attached to, your home place, your birthplace, your family. Give all this up in the Islamic context, give it up forever for the sake of Allah. This is not a small qurbani, this is a great qurbani. And Shariat acknowledges what this qurbani represents the sacrifice. Today, this issue of migration, this issue of refugees. This issue of leaving one's birthplace, traveling, has become a very pertinent issue. You pick up the newspapers, you look at the media, you look, migration has become a boiling hot topic throughout the entire world. Let us understand migration to Islam and Muslims is not something new. Migration to Islam and Muslims is considered one of the foundations, one of the very very great reminders. One of the very very great events that occurred in the history of Islam. And each year, each year as Muslims in Muharram, we are supposed to revisit this. We are an ummah to give up one's family, to give up one's home, to sacrifice for the sake of Allah. Allah to travel in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When that call is made nowadays, sometimes to some of us it seems anathema, unheard of. It seems something that doesn't make sense. But that can only be the response to someone who has no idea of seerah. The very edifice, the very foundation of this deen of Islam, its propagation, Dawat and Tableer is based on hijrat. Qurbani, sacrifice. Because there is nothing more beloved to one than one's own home, one owns family, one owns birthplace, one owns background. Nothing is more beloved than that. And this is the crunch test of iman, the verse of the Qur'an which I recited in the beginning. Qur'an is ajib. Unfortunately, I've mentioned this many times before, when you do translation, the hak or the right or the true understanding or perspective of it we won't get completely but try and relate to it allah ta'ala says lan tanalul bir lan tanalul bir. Al bir. bir is what taqwa piety in this context qurb of allah closeness of allah and not just qurb kamal qurb the height of qurb where allah becomes the goal where the focus of your existence is Allah. And this is a prerequisite of iman. Allah tells us, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Ashad حُبَّا لِلَّهِ Who are the people of iman? What is the alamat and sign of iman? Ashad حُبَّا Their love for Allah is intense. Man ahabba lillah, wa لِلَّهِ lillah, wa لله لله وَمَنَعَ lillah, wa manaa lillah. Faqad al-Iman. He who loves for Allah, hates for Allah, gives for Allah, withholds for Allah, everything is Allah. His his entire existence surround on the what my Allah wants. Faqad اسْتَكْمَلَ al-Iman. This is kamal al-Iman. This is the goal. This is the pinnacle. Find Allah. And what does Quran say? na mumkin hai this is in urdu we translating lan tanalul you will never find allah impossible forget about it allah's true qurb allah's true taluk true relationship with allah is not for free this is not something you want to find on the street corner this requires sacrifice there's a price tag for it. Allah's Jannah is not cheap, it's not free. What is Quran telling us? You will never truly find Allah Until you are not prepared to sacrifice that which you love for the sake of Allah. Give to Allah what you love for His sake. And Allah says, then you will find me. اَنَا Allah does not tolerate partnership. Allah is ghani Allah is independent you want Allah pay the price you want Allah give the sacrifice and Allahu akbar Allah shan Allah shan man taraka shay'an lillah awadahu Allah min Allah says sacrifice for me give up what you love for Allah i will give you better in return i will give you better in return my respected brothers, occasion of Jummah is impossible to go into the details. But the heritage of Islam, the seerah of Islam, the history of Islam is rich, overflowing with incidents of where the companions of Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This is that jamaat and that group, They were handpicked, selected and chosen by Allah for the companionship of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. In this hijrat, in this entire chapter of hijrat, they laid down in the sands of time, those parables and parallels of hijrat, Qurbani and sacrifice that angez hai. It is mind-boggling. It is astonishing. The mountains of iman that they represented in the type of Qurbani and sacrifice that they gave with this hijrat. And how we as an ummah in Muharram and every year cannot relate to that. Cannot turn that clock back. It is a testimony of our distance from deen our distance from our heritage, our distance from our understanding, where this deen of Islam reached Africa, and reached China, and reached Australia, and reached the four corners of the globe. How did it happen? It didn't just happen like that. Foundation was laid, and the very edifice of that foundation was hijrat. Giving up one's family, giving up one's home, giving up one's wealth, giving up what is beloved to one. For the sake of Allah and for the sake of Deen, keeping Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam and Akhirat in front, and the first and the greatest example of that was none other than Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam himself. It was the tenth year of Nubuwwat, two Khalifs, two great pillars, foundation. Two great supporters of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, one inside the house, one outside the house. Inside the house, Sayyidina Khadija Kubra Radiallahu taala anha. Outside the house, Abu Talib. Within the space of a few days, both these great supporters of Nabiya sallallahu alaihi wasallam are taken away by Allah subhanahu wa taala. Then, for the first time, then Rasulullah countenances hijrat. First, he goes to Taif. We know what happens in Taif. What greater testimonial of the hardship and difficulty that was experienced by the beloved master in Taif? What greater testimonial can there be than what Nabiya Paq sallallahu wasallam himself tells us when Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha Referring to the day of Uhud, what happened in Uhud? Seventy sahaba made shaheed. What happened in Uhud? Utba bin Abi Waqqas, the huge boulder, crushes down on the Mubarak face of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That face upon which the Qur'an takes qasam, wa duha, that hair upon which the Qur'an takes qasam, wa layli sajah, is in a pool of blood. The beloved of Allah falls down unconscious. His Mubarak teetah made shaheed. Inflicted with wounds, with hurt, with hardship, with difficulty. His beloved uncle made shaheed. The question is put, Ya Rasool Allah, what was the hardest day? Greater and more difficult than Uhud. He says was the day of Taif. Can we imagine what type of persecution he must have underwent? And then the situation in Makkah. After the demise of Abu Talib, who to some extent, despite not having Iman, was a form of protection. When he passed away, Abu Lahab, first without thinking, because of lineage, I will protect Muhammad, like how my uncle, like how my brother protected him. Abu Jahl reminds him, Abu Lahab, you forgot about Tabbat Yada Abi Lahab watab, Muhammad's Quran cursed you. Straight away he retracts. His promise of protection, then the open beating of Rasulullah occurs to such an extent that he returns home that evening. Ma asra, ma wajadna ya He says, "Oh my uncle, how quickly I am feeling the effects of your departure." Then Taif, situation in Makkah untenable. He can't even enter Makkah again after Taif. Sends Zayd bin Haritha, the slave, رضي Ta'ala تعالى عنه, Sends him to Safwan bin Umayyah, to Ahnas bin Shuraik, to Suhail bin Amr. Entreating each one that give can Muhammad under your protection enter Makkah, his birthplace, he had to get protection. Each one refuses. Finally, Mut'im bin Adi agrees, takes his two sons. With them accompanies Nabi HaPaq Islam to the haram of Makkah and says, under my protection Muhammad is entering Makkah. Abu Jahl immediately stands up. Is it because you have accepted his religion? Or is it because of your leadership that you are giving protection? No, I have not accepted his religion. It is because of leadership. Then Abu Jahl relents and says, we have accepted the protection that you gave. This is the type of situation in Makkah Mukarramah. Allah Inna نَصْرَ اللَّهِ قَرِيبُ استِفْحَامْ Rhetorical question أَمْ Antadhulul أَنْ What are you thinking, O followers of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? What are you thinking, O body of Muslimin? What are you thinking, O followers of my Nabi? Do you think you are just going to enter into Jannah like that? And the hardships and difficulties... That afflicted the nations of the past have not yet befallen you. Don't you see the nations of the past? They were shaken. They were afflicted with difficulties, with hardships till it reached a crescendo, till it reached a mountain to such an extent that even the Nabi of that time said, Mata nasrullah, when is the help of Allah going to come? Allah, inna nasrullahi qareeb. Allah says, listen, Allah's help is very near. حَتَّى إِذَا أَسَرْ وَظَنُّوا أَنَّهُمْ قَدْ Allah Ta'ala says, even the Nabi of the past lost hope. The situation had become untenable. Then, then, then the help of Allah came. In this instance, the help of Allah came in the form of what? In the form of the Ansar of Medina. Foundation was being laid. This and sacrifice, foundation was being laid. Foundation was being laid for what? For hijrat. Through hajj, the foundation of hijrat was laid. And it was in the 17th year. 17th year of hijrah, 17 years. In the 17th year of hijrah. During the Khilafat of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Amar bin As radiallahu anhu, governor of Egypt, sends a message to Sayyidina Umar that your epistles are reaching me. There is no date on them. We need a calendar. Sahaba are gathered. This issue is raised the Muslim Ummah Islam is spreading far and wide we need a calendar what is the calendar of Islam where must the calendar start what is the focal point what is the turning point that as an Ummah as an Ummah each year you and I need to revisit when you see that A-H when Muharram comes remind yourself from which garden are we coming where do we hail from what is our background? Where do we come from? What is the heritage? What is our very identity? This question is raised. What will be the calendar of Islam? The calendar of Islam, someone said Miladun Nabi, the birth of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Someone said the Nubu'at of Rasulullah Sallallahu in Ghari Hira. Start the calendar from that. Someone said Fatih Badr, conquest of Badr. Someone said Makkah, conquest of Makkah. This question reverberated among Sahaba. The Rai and opinion of Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Sayyidina Usman radiallahu ta'ala anhu. What opinion did they give? And Omar preferred that opinion. What was the opinion? That start the calendar with hijrat. Start the calendar with hijrat. Not the birth of Rasulullah Not the nubu'at of Nabiya Park. Not Badr. Badr was what? Allah's malaika came down. Fateh Great victory. Sahaba did not look at all this. Omar said hijrat, why? Because this was when Haq triumphed over Batil. Overtly, outwardly, if you look at it, hijrat was What? Hundred camels' price had been placed on the head of Rasulullah sallallahu The house of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam surrounded that night. The decision was made na to kill him. Allah's Rasul sallallahu Medina is in one direction. Ghare Thawr is in the other direction. Under under the radar, under the radar, hiding Allah's Rasul sallallahu crawling on his fingers. In those circumstances, hijrat occurred. Yet, sahaba chose this. Sahaba chose this. This is the turning point. This is that ultimate qurbani. What type of qurbani? Allahu Akbar. Like I said, the heritage of Islam is rich. It's impossible to go into details. Just one incident comes to mind. One of the first families, Abu Salma, Umm Salma, and the young baby, radiallahu anhum, permission is given for hijrat. This family leaves Makkah. As they are leaving, the family of Umm Salma, the Banu Mughira tribe, they come with arrogance. You are taking our daughter away, no chance. You do whatever you want, our daughter will stay with us. The family of Abu Salma comes. This baby belongs to us. You want to leave Makkah, you can leave. What happens? A mother is separated from her baby. A husband is separated from his wife and child. Umm Salma radiallahu ta'ala anha says, that for one year, she used to go to Abtah, on the outskirts of Makkah every morning, and she would spend the whole day crying. The whole day crying. Pain of separation of her mother. She had lost her husband. She had lost her child. One year like this. Till eventually, her paternal cousin has pity on her. He remonstrates with the Banu Mughira. Are you going to let this woman die in misery? Let her go back to her husband. Abu Salma's family relents. They return the baby back to her. And then alone, alone, assisted by someone. I'm not going into the details. This arduous journey is taken from Tanaim in Makkah to Madinah Munawara to be reunited with her husband. Can words possibly describe the type of sacrifice, the type of pain, the type of hardship, the type of persecution? Just this one family must have underwent. That is why when in Qur'an, in Qur'an, Allah acknowledges this where my Allah says, وَالسَّابِقُونَ muha." <laughs> those who have gone ahead, you will never catch up with them. The whole world, all the ulia all the atqiya all the sufia all the salihin, all the sadiqeen can come together. This kurbanian sacrifice, two words Quran chooses. مِنَ الْمُهَاجِرِينَ Those who made hijrat. وَالْأَنصَارِ Those who made nujrat of the muhajireen. Allah says they have gone ahead. They have gone ahead to such an extent. رضي anhum. On this earth Allah is happy with them. In jannat Allah will be happy with them. They have earned the eternal happiness of Allah. Allah says اتبعوهم, Follow them. This is that jamaat. Foundation laid, hijrat, these three occurrences. Khadija r.a taken away, Abu Talib taken away, incident of Taif. What is happening? What is happening? Foundation is being laid. It was the 11th year of nubu'at, late one night. On the side of where Jamaratul Uqba, the big shaitan is. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam spies a few youngsters. They are from Yathrib. Different names come in different books of history. I'm relying on Isfahani's Dalail al He mentions the name of the six. Abu'l al-Haytham bin Tayhan, Ubadah bin Samit, As'ad bin Zurara, Sa'ad bin Rabi'ah, Nu'man bin Haritha, Abdullah bin Rawaha, radiyallahu anhum. Allah's Rasul sees them, he approaches them. I have a message for you, will you listen? Who are you? He says, I am the Nabi of Allah. They say, What is your message? He starts reading the last two ruku's of Surah Ibrahim. وإذ قال إبراهيم رب جعل هذا البلد آمنا واجنبني وبني أن نعبد الأصنام رب إنهن أضللن كثيرا من الناس فمن تبعني فإنه مني ومن عصاني فإني غفور رحيم ربنا إني أسكنت من ذريتي بواد غير ذي زرع عند بيتك المحرم ربنا ليقيموا الصلاة till he reaches the end of Surah Ibrahim. They were Arabs. When they heard this kalam, they knew this is not an earthly kalam. No human being can recite things like this. They knew it in their hearts. So they started whispering, What does this mean? Is it not the same one? What same one they were referring to? Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam returning from Hajj he, with his companions, with his, ansa, with his sahaba. Khawariyyin, Quran refers to them. As they passed Yathrib, which later came to be known as Madina Munowara, from amongst the companions of Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam, few of them said, that O oh, Nabi of Allah, this place resembles the description in your Torah of Darul Hijrah, the home of Hijrat of the last Nabi. Give us permission, we want to settle here, so that we will become his followers. From our progeny, they will get the sharafat and honor of making istiqbal, of welcoming the last Nabi when he comes for Hijrat. Qainuqa, Nadir, and Qureida. These are the three names mentioned. They settled in three different areas that looked very similar to that last place. So it was their progeny, the Banu Qainuqa, Banu Nadir, Banu Quraiza. That as the time came closer and closer, they started mocking and taunting the idolaters of Medina Munawara. We are waiting for the last prophet. We, he will be from amongst the Jews. We will bring iman upon him and then we will banish you people from Medina. This taunting used to occur. These youngsters say, maybe they made a mistake. It's not from the Jews, it's an Arab. Maybe this is the one they are referring to. فَاسْبِقُوا قَبْلًا تُسْبَقُوا Let us beat the Jews. Accept them quickly before they get the chance. So there and then, these six accept iman at the hands of Rasulullah wasallam. We cannot imagine how the heart of the Nabi is lifted. The happiness, the the joy of the istiqbal of the people of Medina. He sends them back. The persecution continues. The hardship continues. But the heart of the Nabi is light now. Why? In anticipation. The people of Yathrib are coming. The people of Yathrib are coming. Next year, 12th year of Nubu'at 12 come. Five from this group, One didn't come. Five came, seven knew. First bayat occurs, which is referred to as bayatul ula, fil jamarat, bayatul jamaratil uqba al ula. The first bayat of Islam occurs on their hands. They go back. Thirteenth year, thirteenth year of nubuwat, seventy-two come. Amongst them, seventy are men. Two are women, Umm Mani' and Umm Ammara. Late at night, Allah's Rasul is accompanied by his uncle Abbas. As yet, Abbas had not accepted Islam. But he was a protector of Rasulullah So he came on behalf of his nephew. Time is limited. I'm not going to go into the details. But, when he Abba says to them that O oh, people of Medina, O oh, people of Yathrib, be very careful about what you are about to do. We are going to hand over our nephew to you. Are you prepared to protect him? Because the Narmi Kumul Araban Ko wahida the whole Arab world is going to turn against you. Barabin Ma'ur stands up, he says, Ya Rasulullah, will you give me permission to respond to your uncle? The Sallam says, yes, you have permission. The crux of what he says, he says, Abbas, we are also leaders. We understand the ramifications of what we are about to do. To accept someone that his own nation has banished and to make him our leader is not a small feat. We are prepared to do that, so we are also prepared to face whatever adversities and challenges there will be. Barabin Ma'aroor, radiyallahu ta'ala, who stands up. On behalf of the people of Medina. Bayat is about to take place. Kaan khol kar This is the sabak of Muharram. This is the sabak of hijrah. Ansar of Medina are about to take an oath of allegiance. On this the foundation of hijrat will be laid. On this the foundation of the spreading of Islam through the four corners of the world will be laid. On this the foundation of one of the great pillars of Islam will be laid. That of hijrat. They, they ask, Ya Rasulullah, what are the conditions of this hijrat? What oath of allegiance must we take? تُطِعُونَنِي <laughs> Makrah you will obey me in other words allah and his rasul sallallahu in ease and in adversity wa tunfiquna alayya fil usri wal you will spend of your life and your wealth upon allah's rasul sallallahu in ease and in adversity wa كَمَا تَمْنَعُونَ أَنفُسَكُمْ You will protect the Nabi of Allah and this deen of Allah like you protect your own wealth and you protect your own self and you protect your own family. وَتَأْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَتَنْهُونَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ You will engage in da'wah and tabligh. You will enjoy good and forbid evil. فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ And you will strive in the way of Allah. وَلَا في الله And then when the whole world turns against you, the taunting and the mocking and the cursing of humanity will not dissuade you from your mission. Six- Basis six foundations of this hijrat. They say, Ya Rasulullah, Upsut yadak. Unabi of Allah, stretch out your hand, we are ready. Abbas bin Nadala. Abbas bin Nadala. Also from the group from Medina. He stands up and says, hold on. Hold on. Before you take this, Ya Mashar al-Khazraj. Hal taduroon ala ma tubai'oon haathar rajul. تبايعونه على حرب الأحمر والأسود من الناس فإن كنتم ترون أنكم إذا أنهكت أموالكم مصيبة وأشرافكم قتلا أسلمتموه فمن الآن فهو والله خزي الدنيا والآخرة وإن كنتم ترون أنكم وافون بما دعوتموه إليه على نهكة الأموال وقتل الأشراف فخذوه فهو والله خير الدنيا والآخرة Wallah, my respected brothers, it is impossible to translate what he said. He was preparing the people of Medina. What are the ramifications of what you are about to do? He said, oh people of Khazraj, be very very careful. Understand what you are about to do. When you place your hand in the hand of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in reality, you have declared war against the entire Arab world and non-Arab world you will become the enemies of the entire world. As a result of that, it is not a possibility, it is not a likelihood, it is an absolute certainty. Your men will be slaughtered, your women will become widows, your children will become orphans, you will lose your worldly wealth, you will become poor and the streets of Medina will flow with your blood. This is not a possibility. This is an absolute certainty. This is going to happen once you proceed with what you are about to do. So be very careful. If you do it and then abandon him, then that is destruction for you. If you do it and fulfill the khak, there is nothing better for you. Abu haytham bin Tehan says, Dana anka ya Abbas. Abbas, stop what you are doing. Stop dissuading us. Ya Rasulullah, if everything that Abbas says is going to happen, happens. happens. What will Allah give us? Rasulullah says, Allah will give you Jannah. They say, Stretch out your hand. But one caution they had, one request they had. What was the request? This is what we call ishq. This is what we call muhabbat. This is what we call devotion. Sahaba. Gave us an example of this. Wallah, no nation in the world can replicate that example. The service, the love, the devotion to Allah and His Rasul ﷺ. Abul Haytham bin Tehan says, Ya Rasulullah, Everything Abbas describes happens. Our women become widows, our children become orphans, we become poor, the streets of Medina flow with our blood. adharak Allah, <laughs> That Qurbani will not go to waste, you are the true Nabi of Allah. Then Allah's help will come, Islam will spread. When that happens, Ya Rasulullah will you leave us and go back to Mecca? Will you leave us and go to Mac- Mac- back to Mecca? Fada Rasulullah. <laughs> Nabiya paq starts smiling. dam walhadam al Anaminkum Antum minni. Uharib man harabtum wa usalim man salamtum. Merad jina tumarisate meram marna tumarisate. O Ansar of Medina from today, my living is with you and my dying is with you. You are from me and I am from you. Whoever is your friend is my friend. Whoever is your enemy is my enemy. I am with you. With happiness, they take this bayat, turn the clock front. When the occasion of the conquest of Makkah takes place, after that Rasulullah ﷺ is standing on Safa, makes a lengthy dua, one narration, different narration, he issues an edict as a result of that, uh, that this little bit of Badgumani comes in the hearts of the young Ansar. That Ammar Rajul faqad akhadatul. فَقَدْ أَخَذَتْهُ ashiratihi. This enters, this katak enters the heart. That perhaps the love of his people وَقَرَابَتِهِ and Makkah is pulling him away. And Allah's Rasulullah won't return back to Medina with us. Immediately Jibreel is sent. Allah sends Jibreel to inform Rasulullah wasallam of this concern of Ansar. Immediately Nabi wasallam drops his hand from the dua. Ya mashar al-ansar, ma ismi idhan, ma ismi idhan, ma ismi idhan, and abdullahi wa rasuluhu, he says, O assembly of Ansar, who am I? Do you not know my name? I am the slave of Allah. I am the rasul of Allah. Uhajir, I made hijrat Allah. I made hijrat to Allah and I made hijrat to you. My living is with you. My dying is with you. If the whole world goes in one direction and my Ansar of Medina go in one direction, I will go in the direction of the Ansar. With tears in their eyes, they say, Ya Rasulullah, it was not good, it was not sufficient, it was not sufficient. Suspicion. It was our love for you that caused us to become concerned. He says, Allah and his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam attest to your truth that this was love and Allah and his Rasul accept your excuse. My respected brothers, this bayat formed the foundation of hijrat. What is hijrat? One is physical hijrat that which sahaba showed us their homes, their families, everything given up for the sake of Allah and his Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam ansar made, nusrat of them the foundation was laid till qiyamah, that this is an ummat of hijrat, so that each year in Muharram, revisit this revisit your heritage revisit your background, revisit your sacrifice, revisit your foundation, understand where this ummat has come, that this call to strive in the path of Allah is the very essence of Islam. And the other, the greater hijrat now, that faces you and I, where Rasulullah said, the true muhajir of today, ma nahallahu an, is the hijrat of the heart. Give up that which angers Allah and his Rasul s.a.w. At least that hijrat, if you can't make the first hijrat, make this hijrat. Give up haram, give up the disobedience of Allah in Muharram. Identify with hijrat, at least by making hijrat of the heart, distancing ourselves from that which distances us from Allah and His Rasul.